Welcome to No Room for Phonies in our new setup, in our new uh, room with our new equipment. So it's kind of exciting. We're and, celebrating uh, episode 75. 75. And uh, we are going to be, um, for the new year, we're going to be looking at having some guests. So now that we have a great setup, we're going to figure out how to have some more um, guests Yep, and absolutely. on our podcast. So if you want to be a guest on our podcast, don't be afraid to uh, send me a note because anyone is welcome. We're not looking for famous people because we're not famous. So <laughs> anyway, episode 75, I wanted to zip back into um, a discussion of gratitude and I called it gratitude that lasts, but also... Um, I'm also thinking about gratitude and grace in times of uncertainty. So that's kind of what led me to to talk about gratitude again. Okay. So the green light moment that I have is when you live according to your basic, simple principles, life goes better. Because no matter what happens to you, like whether you have some great loss or some great problem, if you if you know your basic principles you can weather those storms you weather the storms mm-hmm. and you can forgive yourself for certain things right mm-hmm. you can move past things move forward and i mean the difference between for me like you move forward from things but you never move like you never kind of lose those things like no they come it's not baggage but, but the lessons that you learn from it right and, and i mean the, it's just like if you when you lose someone you love mm-hmm. you move on but you don't like you don't move away from move them away or, from it yeah. like so mm-hmm. so anyway i just think that's and i mean i've talked a lot in this podcast over the last 74 episodes about the importance of knowing yourself mm-hmm. and i think that goes along with it so um the book recommendation is atomic habits so um it's a good book. I've read the first third the first two yeah, quarters. Yeah, that's what of you it. say about every book that I talk about. <laughs> yeah, I read a, the there's entire There's a habit is yeah. that I stop reading partway through. But I mean, when I read these kinds of books like Uncert there's one I've read called Uncertainty and the, the Undisruptible. Sa- Undisruptible, The Science of Stuck and whatever. It just inspires me to be con- continually reflective. Um, when I think about life and my kids and the people around me. So he talks a lot about systems that you build into your life in order to make your behavior simple and help your habits fall into place. So, um, for example, if you want to go for a run every day or work out every day, then when you walk in the door from work, you put your shoes and your workout clothes in a prominent place so that, you know, it's like simple things. It's like my toothbrush is by the sink so that at night I brush my teeth before I go to bed. So Mm -hmm. he, he talks about all kinds of different symptoms, systems, systems, sorry. What I also appreciated is the dispelling of the myth that you can uh, lose a habit in 21 days or yeah, gain a, gain yeah. a habit in 21 yeah, days. No, that, he that's doesn't. not even scientifically proven. No. And it's, I, I read maybe in his book that it's based on one study with like a few subjects, a yeah. research study with just a few people. And they, his strategies are, are less, much like, more practical. Yeah. Like making time for habits. Well, and the other thing is, is rather than trying to drop old or bad habits, you build new habits yes. that replace them. Yes. And then the other ones eventually fade away. 
Yeah. So, you know, like making time for habits when life is crazy and overcoming lack of motivation and willpower. And he talks a lot about redesigning your environment to make success easier. Like Mm -hmm. you can't see it, but I have an indoor cycling bike now. Right. If I put that in a closet and had to pull it out every time I wanted to use it, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't use it. But I've set it up in a spot that works where it can stay and then I don't have to pull it out pull it out and whatever and you know in the winter like now i'm going between indoor and outdoor cycling Mm -hmm. but in the winter when i'm just using it i'll leave my shoes and socks and bike shorts right there right and then i can just jump on and do it so um and getting back on track when you fall off course and he has a lot of tools and strategies so it's a very good book it's excellent book and then the podcast recommendation so i really like um the podcast title is You Are Not So Smart, which was named after a book of the same title by author David McRaney. And one of the books that we read of his most more recently was How Minds Change. Anyhow, the one episode, a recent episode, I think it's 144 or right. 244. I can't remember. It's 44. Um, he interviews Annie Duke, uh, who is uh, an author that is on the circuit of promoting right. her book. So she's so like a lot of podcasts. Brene Brown. So a lot uh, well, of people when I are interviewing her. Up, she her. had been like Brene Brown and a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. So, so anyhow, her book is called Quit. And um, it's, I haven't read the book yet, but it, I listened to her interview. And it's uh, definitely about uh, decision making and how to know when is a good time to quit something. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's just another mm-hmm. one of those. Um, yeah. All falling in line with this and then if covid I'm going to, I just started listening to a podcast myself by Anderson Cooper, mm. and it's on grief. And what the second uh, person that he interviews is Stephen Colbert, who uh-huh. lost, I think, his father and two brothers in a plane crash. Oh. So... It's very interesting. The one that I'm listening to right now, I don't know the woman at all. Like, I've mm-hmm. never heard of her before. But wow, he's having a very interesting conversation. Yeah, see, about but there's grief. a famous person that gets yeah. to interview famous yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to be interested. Well, maybe I should write Anderson Cooper and see if he wants to come on our podcast. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. So gratitude. Um, so I kind of, you know, you can just interject. But if you want to have gratitude that lasts, these are some of the things that you kind of have to do. You can't be picky about what you're grateful for. You have to kind of appreciate. Okay, so today I'm I'm thankful for this, but I'm not thankful for yeah. that. <laughs> well, and just instead of just like waiting for that kind of perfect thing. Right. You're just grateful for, you know, you wake up in the morning looking for something to be grateful for and you're Mm -hmm. not picky about what you find. And you recognize that life has changes. So you kind of have to dig deeper when there's a storm and look for things like peace in the midst of the storm kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know. I mean, but sometimes life is so overwhelming that some mornings you just really don't have any no. gratitude but no. that, that's okay but you can you can still have the t-chart of life where you're saying there are still yes like it doesn't have to be oh and so and all this sappy stuff but it okay. can be that idea <laughs> that 
you know, despite all the things that are happening right now in my life, I, there are still things that are working out and I have right. people who are supporting me or whatever. Well, that goes back to that other book you were, or was it a book you were reading about um, the the mixture of the, the good and the bad yeah, at the like, same time? Yeah, like life is a mixture of good and bad at, at all times. Mm-hmm. So you have to really, uh, and there are times when you have to work harder to choose Right. Right. Grace and gratitude, I think, go together. Mm -hmm. And then the whole idea of practicing mindfulness and staying grounded and looking for positive ways to think and feel. And sometimes for me, the Mm -hmm. hardest thing is sometimes towards others, because when other people are nasty, I'm like. Well, it doesn't even have to be nasty people. No. Sometimes it's just ridiculousness silliness that so, yeah makes <laughs> that me. makes you oh yeah I, I could tell the story right now but i can't no you can't um and then so and and then that idea of what you were just saying if you you know it's the t-chart of life that i call it the challenges and then the things you're grateful for and sometimes the challenges outweigh the things you're grateful for but you can always find some sort of balance between things right Sorry, my little earbud just fell out. That's all right. So the next thing you have is to always keep the needs of others uh, kind of at the forefront. Right. Or do random acts of kindness. And yeah. that can instill and build gratitude. Um, yeah. Like just because It's not about a comparison because when you're looking out for somebody else, uh, somebody else's needs, it's not that you're saying, oh, they're needier than I am no, right now. It's so not. it's them. It's just... Well, I'll give you an example of today, like, um, I'm tired today or whatever. I feel a little bit more tired than I normally do, but, um, they, a friend of mine was selling, um, calendars for women's place at the, like their prize calendars for every day, somebody. Mm -hmm. So I went and I took $30 or $10 each. So I bought two for each of our neighbors. Like, so, and it, it's not because I think they need a calendar because no. they don't. Mm-hmm. It was a worthy cause. I wanted to support my friend who was spending time trying to sell them. And yeah, it did in the end make me feel better. Yeah. And I stood and talked to her. I met somebody I hadn't seen for a long time at the mall. Like, yeah. so when you put yourself out a little bit, it does, it does. The, the, the tea chart, the, the positives yeah, it puts kind of some other on the other on side of. And I, I really believe in this, regularly telling people what you mean to them, and life is short, and you need to make sure that you Wait, tell Wait, are you people, telling them what you mean to them or what they mean to you? What you mean, <laughs> no, what they mean to you. Sorry, I don't know. I, I typed that, so that makes no so sense. So I'm very special to you. <laughs> yes, yeah, did you know? Do you remember how special I am to you? No, the opposite. But... You know, and I write letters to our sons, and I remember, like, Sebastian has just moved out, so I've only just started writing to him, and he's like, why did you write me a letter? Like, why don't you just tell me? And I said, well, I am telling you in a letter. It's kind of fun, isn't it? And snail mail. Snail he's not mail. Used to he's it. not used to it. And then to spending time with the people you love, and the old, like, I think one of my um, green light moments is that everything is better when you get outside, yeah. and I think... When you are struggling or whatever, you do have to look for ways to improve your mood. Mm-hmm. And exercise and hobbies and doing things for others do pick you up. And Especially fresh air. 
even yeah. if you're not the most fit type person or into hard walking or cycling yeah. just going outside and sitting yeah and breathing even in fresh cold, air like, yeah bundling up and yeah. sitting on the porch well, or, and i'm gonna go out in a little while because i actually bought monster um leaf bags so oh I'm that look like f- monsters yeah, so, so you're gonna, gonna fill, fill them, them up with leaves Fun. so Anyway, so, and then, you know, I looked at a bunch of ways to show gratitude, like say, say you're thankful, um, write a letter or a note. Um, I love homemade gifts, like for Halloween, Mm -hmm. I sewed all these little bags for the kids and some of the adults that are part of our lives. Yeah. So they can be simple things like visit with like actually go to someone's house and visit with them Mm -hmm. like especially like older people i did kind of a post last night a a pre-christmas post because my christmas cactus is actually blooming Mm. and i wrote you know 10 things that you can do to show like to be kind or whatever we need to actually put that christmas cactus on the top of the table and move the other plants below yeah (laughs) just for now yeah because it's beautiful right and uh, ask how people are actually doing and then actually listen to their response being curious again and listening and so i would never do this but maybe some people would and then i was thinking well maybe this would be a good what's that would this this next one make a gratitude scrapbook oh okay so that really sounds like you does it? No, I, not really. No, well, I was just thinking. Scrapbooking and. Well, that should be maybe my New Year's resolution to make like every month or something, put in things that you're thankful mm-hmm. for. But I really liked it in terms of um, making it for somebody else or doing it as a class. Yeah. Like in if school. you're a teacher, mm-hmm. like every month or just throughout the year. To help kids kind of focus in on what's good and what's happening and what they're thinking. Yeah, well, and for. just to model mindfulness for kids because yeah. their lives can be quite chaotic. and Yeah. Or, I mean, even like just to every kid to keep a page and then put it together as a mm-hmm. scrapbook. But anyway, I just mm-hmm. thought that was kind of a cool idea. And I think um, there's the stop, look, go, where stop because we rush through life and we miss opportunities because we don't stop and recognize them and... And look, we must all use all our senses to enjoy what life has to offer. Mm-hmm. Like, I know um, the other day when I was making granola, right? And you walked in, you were at work and you walked in and it's like the whole house is full of granola the smell smells. of honey and maple, maple syrup and granola. And, you know, so I think we forget those tiny little joys that life can bring us. And um, we should, and then the last one is stop, look, go, and we should do whatever life offers us in the present moment. Um, And I think that came out in the uncertainty book that Mm -hmm. I just read. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes um, it might be difficult, but we really do have to do our best to enjoy every moment. So like, you know, even if it's a little bit uncertain or not what you're used to do sometimes if you just jump in and try something it actually works out and you have to 
get over the fear and the uncertainty and throw yourself out right. there. Right, and bit. the risks don't have to be huge and dramatic, like moving to another country. No, no. It can be just something like going over to a neighbor's that you really haven't yeah. ever greeted or chatted with yeah. and just saying hello. And Yeah, and just being kind, like mm-hmm. not nice, but kind. Nice and kind are two different things. Oh, what's, enlighten me. What's the difference? Well, kindness is like from your heart. And sometimes people are nice, but. Oh, so nice is more like put on? Sometimes I feel like that. And sometimes you'll say to somebody when they've, when they're speaking truth to you, well, that's not nice. Mm. But sometimes truth is kind. Right. Even when it's not maybe what you would call nice. Nice. (laughs) So anyway, that's my two cents for the day. Um, And then how does gratitude work when life is disrupted or uncertain? And I, so I read um, like fear is kind of the opposite of courage. To me, courage goes with gratitude Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think you have to just face your fears with gratitude and grace. And then peace and an understanding that what happens is sometimes out of your control and you just have to meet it head on. Like a lot of things that happen to us in life are really outside of our control. I would say most things most are, things. unless we've made some really dumb choices and then yeah, we have I mean, to live with that. But, but I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of things. So... I think you have to advocate for yourself and make decisions that are based on the understanding that hard things do bring us wisdom and empathy and strength mm-hmm. to hopefully help somebody else, right? Yeah. So that's my little take on gratitude. I don't know if you have anything else you No, I'm just thinking of you know of of having a full cup so that it spills over into other people's lives and sometimes with uncertainty and hardship there are leaks and so maybe you just have to think of a smaller cup so that despite the leaks you have enough at the top to right, kind and of then overflow somebody... and yeah it's leaking at the bottom but it's a slow leak so you still have enough right. on top and the to, other thing to give people, to like other people somebody even very said, small like, the cup is not half full it's refillable Like your cup is refillable. Mm -hmm. So you can have, I think the thing that I don't like sometimes about the idea of living in this kind of swirl of gratitude is that it takes away kind of the idea that you can have a bad day Yeah. where you don't feel particularly grateful or you're sick or you're lonely or you're this or you're that. And that that's a normal, like that's the permission to be human. I mean, sorry, I'm just... um, thinking off the cuff here but what about being grateful for being able to experience to to have the feelings of sadness and grief yes like like, like i think well and i think um there's I mean, a humanness it, you know there's those days when you have a good cry and then when it's over you're like i feel good so yeah, maybe you, you can just be grateful for having been able to have a good cry that day and the space the time the privacy right. whatever well and i think the thing about fear about loneliness about all those feelings and everything we we have to like embrace them Mm -hmm. but the big difference that i found and what i and in everything every single thing i've ever read is that it's fine have those feelings just don't live there right and so that's the important Mm -hmm. part of like you can go down there but then 
if you have some of these strategies for, you know, seeking out gratitude in your life, then that's your way out. That's your way to climb. It's just hard for people that are stuck in, in the down and outs for like five or seven weeks or longer. And they they just don't see the out, right? Like, but then you talk about, well, how about let's go for a walk right now? Cause I see that you're feeling depressed or you're telling me that you're depressed and then they just like they don't want to they want well, to stay and wallow well and i think also as well i think we do have to recognize that there are like times when you have to step out and get help yes like right if yep. you really are unable to work your way through fear or anger or grief or whatever that's fine it is but you but know, seeking the help of a professional is is right or yeah it's important to do right and i mean i'm i'm not a gratitude journal kind of a person like that isn't just that just isn't me cuz mm-hmm. i just want to live in the moment i don't want to you know live, oh, writing wanna, that thing down doesn't you can just speak or think your gratitude you don't have right. to write and it down right and i mean i'm in the moment you know just kind of living my yeah well you write you write about other can. things right yeah, yeah. And for me, <laughs> and I've tried journaling so many times and given up after eleven well, days me, to forty days to I'm the longest jur- stretch. I think was 30, 30, like three months, and then it just kind of fell apart. Well, for me, I'm not journaling a lot of my thoughts. I'm journaling based on books that I'm reading that are making me think, and mm-hmm. so a lot of times I'm writing down a quote or a thought or a something that has, you know, changed the way I think about something so that I can go back and kind of like, I think back to your mother's journal where it was everything she did all day long and what she cooked and Mm -hmm. that I don't find that inspiring to go back and read. No, it was a logbook of activities. But sometimes I dig into some of my old, old journals Mm -hmm. where I see things that I was learning and thinking about like a year ago or two years ago. And mm. I'm like, okay, I've come a long way since then. Like mm. I've, I've used those thoughts yeah. to make me, you know, a better, or more responsive or kinder person. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think that gratitude, grace and, and uh, you know, kind of having it to me, it's like the difference between happiness and joy thankfulness and gratitude are the same i can say thank you but gratitude is more of a lifestyle right than an immediate thing whereas mm-hmm. joy to me is more of a you know a deeper yeah than well, happiness it's, it's is interesting like, I got because a having bar. grown up in the christian paradigm where you you know you're supposed to pray your thanks to god is what we prayed thank you for the meals or we prayed thank you for whatever but today at the graduation ceremony at the college, we were there was a blessing given by an indigenous. Yeah, person. was it on a was it on the it screen? Was on, you know, a video. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. I saw it. Actually. Yeah, and I mean, first in in the tongue of of the original yeah. indigenous group, and then kind of a summary in English what the blessing was about. And I'm like, that was a deeper gratitude type yes. of blessing. So it, to me, there's thankfulness. I'm thankful for my food. I'm thankful for my mom. I'm thank you for, you know. Yeah. And then there's gratitude, which is deeper into your soul. Mm-hmm. But I think you arrive at gratitude through thankfulness yes, sometimes. Yes, but that's what all these little strategies are right. about. Because then yeah. you realize, hey, my life is a life that I should mm-hmm. be grateful for. 
despite all the struggles and things that, that I have I'm to work. That I'm not thankful for. I'm not thankful for. Anyway, so those are some thoughts on gratitude. And on November um, 15th, we're going to talk about the joy of empty nesting. Woo-hoo. Less parenting, more sharing. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us here on uh, No Room for Phonies. Episode 75. Yes. And what did I call it? Just gratitude. Gratitude that lasts. Oh, gratitude that lasts. So thank you for joining us and we'll see you back on November 15th. And remember, if you want to be a guest speaker or a guest uh, podcast, no, guest interviewee, interviewee on No Room for Phonies, just send us a little message. And we'll even do it via Zoom. Yeah, we would do it via Zoom for sure. So thanks for listening to Gratitude That Lasts, No Room for Phonies. Good night.